Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware. Welcome to Late Edition Crime Beat Chronicles, a Lee Enterprises podcast. I'm Amber Moten, the producer and editor of the show, filling in for Nat Cardona, who's taking some well-deserved time off. With the help of the reporters from the Tulsa World, Crime Beat Chronicles spent the month of October telling the story of the Osages and the reign of terror in the 1920s. Here's a bonus episode with the papers Tim Stanley and Randy Craybill, going into a little more detail about some of the crimes that took place. You know, one particular case that is not mentioned in our story, but that I'm aware of, and it was I think it was mentioned in in David Grant's book, was the uh, the case of William Stepson, a tribal member who died under mysterious circumstances, and um, whose whose grandson is still alive in in Osage County. He's a former uh, Osage tribal court chief justice named Marvin Stepson. William Stepson, apparently, from from what we know, I mean, he'd gone out with some friends, came in later that night, laid down in his bed and 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 died. And um, he'd been out. Uh, I think he'd probably been drinking. This is, you know, this is another way that, you know, this could have happened is, again, considering the historical context and and the era of prohibition, unregulated alcohol, um, bootleg whiskey, moonshine. I mean, everybody consumed this stuff. It was unregulated. Um, it was not uncommon for someone to get, you know, a bad batch of alcohol of moonshine and die from it. This was another way that you could potentially kill someone if you wanted to is just spike their whiskey that may be what happened to william stepson is that he he got some bad whiskey um and uh you know his his grandson marvin um who who believes based on what he knows he believes that it was strychnine which was a, a poison that was very common and easy to come by and very very effective but it just it made no sense it still makes no sense to Marvin that, you know, this perfectly otherwise healthy uh, young man, his, you know, his grandfather, William, just went out for a night. Uh, everything was fine, comes home and, and dies in bed in his sleep. Um, yeah, I, in a lot of the lists that you see of the 24 victims, you will see William Stepson's name. Um, I think it's been pretty commonly accepted among the people who've looked into this, that we know enough in the case of, of William Stepson to, to, to declare him a victim. Although, again, like in other similar deaths, his was never investigated as a homicide. That, you know, that's, uh, you know, there's just so many, so many opportunities to kill someone discreetly. I don't know if that's the right word, but you didn't have to shoot somebody. In fact, if you were going to shoot them, maybe... Uh, I, you know, it's hard to say why, you know, Henry Roan and some of the others were, were killed as violently as they were. 
um, which would draw attention, you know, to the fact that something was amiss, that that a killer was afoot, unless it was to inspire terror. But so many of these other ones uh, that were not are not necessarily connected to the uh, to William Hale and his conspirators, maybe a Marvin Stepson, I, you know, or others. It's just hard to say. Uh, it could have been. It could always, always be a family member, and that's that's just one of the sad facts of this story. Is is how quickly uh, or how greed could could lead someone to kill a loved one, you know, to to get access to their uh, to their uh, wealth. That I mean, that could be what we're talking about here with Stepson and any number of others who died under suspicious circumstances like that. David Grant's book and the movie they they each pull out um, the figure or the character of of Molly Burkhart and make her kind of the central figure in the story, you know. But um, Molly ultimately survives an attempt on her life, uh, but. But that, but her family uh, was hit as hard as any, as far as we know. You know, in this um, in this story, she lost uh, her wife. Or I'm sorry, her uh, Molly lost her a sister, potentially two sisters, um, and then her mother as well. Um, and then and then did survive an attempt on her life. But one of her sisters, Anna Brown, is also sort of pivotal in the story because she is considered um, really to be the first victim. Now, again, it depends on where you start counting. Anna Brown was a she was clearly a homicide. Again, like Henry Rohn, she was shot um, in the head and found in the countryside outside of town um but she uh yes she she's generally recognized as the first victim of what you know what would become known as the reign of terror and she was a sister to molly burkhart and they also had a sister named rita smith rita would also be killed she was uh um killed later that one family i mean so many of the graves in in the um, tribal cemetery there in in gray horse just where it's located in in Osage County. Um, so many of the graves there are of uh, family members of of Molly's, and Molly's is there too. She would die years later, not of suspicious circumstances, although undoubtedly the stress from this ordeal, um, and she was already in poor health. Undoubtedly, I mean, you know, she it affected her, and uh, she she didn't live too much longer. Too many more years after this, but yeah, Molly's family, uh, just a, a traditional Osage family. Her mother, um, you know, still believed very much in the old ways. Um, Molly and her sisters were were more, um, I guess, assimilated, so to speak. Um, you know, they they had taken up. Uh, Anna Brown, yeah, she was found fatally shot in May 1921. She disappeared days earlier. Uh, so she's considered really the first, although, you know, again, we could go back and probably find some suspicious deaths. With the Osages, they all, when they started, they all had equal share. So any Osage was worth, you know, some some sort of money from their head right. Whereas with the Muscogees and the Cherokees, their mineral rights were t tied to their individual allotment. So 
if you were if you were a member of one of those tribes that had a particularly valuable allotment, you could be targeted. Uh, and and so, in some cases, you, you know, nineteen six, nineteen seven, nineteen eight, there were people who were disappearing. Some of them turned up alive somewhere else. Some of them were never found. There's a story about a, a Creek boy, for instance, who went missing, and they all thought he had been killed. Well, it turned out um, one of one of his uh, some businessmen had sent him to England to get him out of the way. They got him to sign 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 a lease on his allotment, and they sent him to England to get him out of the way. But he was still alive. Anyway, as far as the Osage. Yeah, um, it, it really began to intensify. Uh, it seems like uh, uh, nineteen, uh, probably around nineteen twenty, and then it, it coincides with when the 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 uh, the height of the boom. Now, your article mentions um, an Osage, a young woman being kidnapped, I believe. Is that the woman you were referencing when you were talking about how she held, what, eight head rights or something? Yeah, uh, that's who I was thinking of. Yeah, mm-hmm. this was, uh, and uh, this was, I, I can't, I think it was in the late 20s. Um, but people would find a way to, and uh, in this, especially white people would find a way to uh, get power over, you know, get control of somebody with a lot of head rights. In her case, uh, there was some kind of a, a marriage or something set up with a, with a local guy. who apparently was just a front for some bigger group. And he took her off to Colorado Springs and, and kept her there. And in this case, you know, lots of times the, uh, uh, Guardians are are portrayed in an un- unfavorable light, but in this case, now he may have had self interest. I don't know, but in this case, the guardian went and found her and and got her back to got her back to Oklahoma, uh, and and the uh, and the ring was broken up. I think there were probably a lot of you know white people too who were not comfortable and in some cases were absolutely opposed to what was going on but it, it I, I, I don't want to I don't want to make it sound like it, it it's an equal thing but the white people sometimes were affected by the reign of terror too because there were a couple of white guys tried to t- stand up for the Osages and they were murdered and um, so it w- it really was a reign of terror it was pretty much on everybody who who lived there in one way or another and again i want to stress i'm not equating everybody the same but it, it trickled down to a lot of different people as always thanks for listening to late edition crime beat chronicles don't forget to hit that subscribe button so you don't miss what's ahead For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, 
you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.